Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Psalm 42 verse 8 says, Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night a song. He will give you a song in the night and in the daytime he will command his loving kindness. He say, and my prayer is with God. He's a God who answers prayers. And in his answers, we find his loving kindness. Even when it's dark, we find his song, comfort, rejoicing, because he's with us. Father, we worship you this morning. So, so magnifies you. We cannot find the word to express our gratitude for who you are, for all that you do. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for commanded blessings, for the loving kindness that you command. Thank you, Holy Father, for the song that you bring in the night. Thank you for your care, for your love, for your mercy, for your compassion, for your eyes that are upon your people. Thank you for making us the sheep of your pasture. Thank you for the grace to surrender, to trust. Thank you for faith and hope that will not disappoint. Thank you for teaching us daily to walk with you, to walk with you and to enjoy rest. Blessed be your name. It's a new day. Thank you, Lord, for it's a gift. Because it's a gift from you, sorrow will not be added. Thank you, Holy Father, for your presence and your power, for access to you, for forgiveness of sins, for liberty. We stand in liberty. We stand in grace. Thank you, Holy Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I want to read um, 1 Kings chapter 17. This is about Elijah and the widow. We just want to take one, one verse from there. He said, then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. That is the key word today. I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. <laughs> and he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to him and said, Please bring me a mo morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bean and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. Ha. 
isn't this a contradiction? If I heard God say to me, Amen, I have commanded somebody to be a blessing to you. I've commanded provisions for you. Go to such and such a place. What would be the first picture in my heart? It would be a picture of surplus. The person will have enough and enough to release. So you are going with a picture of warehouse provisions to release, to be enough. And of course, you think of your own status, that whoever is going to release and provide and bless you has to be somebody that has more than you, isn't it? <laughs> God is not man. His ways are past finding out. That is why we walk by faith, not by sight. Father, we worship you this morning. So we see Elijah. Remember that some time ago, not too long ago, we talked about Elijah, how he went into this state of depression, but how God touched him and said, rise, eat, this journey is low Sit down here, I want to die because, <laughs> you know. So and then, after the brook that he drank from, don't forget there's no rain here. And there's famine. Serious drought. So the first place that he was, the brook dried up where the reverence used to bring him food. And God said, okay, arise. There's another option. There's an opening. Go to Zarephath. I have commanded a widow. He used the word command. That key word is commanded commanded so when God commands a blessing when God says he has commanded his loving kindness when he says I have commanded a widow there I have commanded whatever it is for you then the command of God is the God of hosts, his sovereign, is the king of kings, is the Lord of lords, is the creator, is the maker, is the owner, is the possessor of the heavens and the earth, and all that is underneath the earth. The heart of the kings, the hearts are in the hands of God. Say, as the river flows, that's how he turns them. Mm -hmm. And everything is created for him, through him, and for his glory. This is the commander of the universe we are talking. So when God said to Elijah, I have commanded a widow, and Elijah gets there, and the widow is outside, and can you imagine that the widow was positioned in the place that Elijah did not have to go to search out mm -hmm. who this widow is? I'm sure if he needed to search out, he would have looked for the list of widows and would have looked for the richest of all the widows mm -hmm. in these times, I'm sure. He would have looked at that widow and would have despised the widow and said, no, this one that's gathering sticks now. So, And then that it came from the mouth of the woman that, look, oh, I'm gathering sticks. <laughs> There's no such thing as bread. But you see, when God commands, it is the word of God. 
It is that command that generates the resource. It is not the location itself. It is not the person, the instruments that he, he wants to use. It is that his command has gone out. I said, when he commands, he stands. It's a command. So nothing would disobey the command of God. I don't know how to say it. There's a man in the Bible when, when he came to Jesus and said the daughter was sick. And uh, Jesus said, oh, he will come to his house and heal. The man said, no, I'm a man under authority. Mm -hmm. Just say the word. And Jesus said, wow, I've never seen this kind of faith in Israel. He said, because when you command, it's going to be, you stand here and command it. There, the word will go forth and do what the word is supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So Jesus was so amazed and so pleasantly surprised mm -hmm. that somebody could understand that the word is authority. So he said, I've commanded a widow, and yet we are looking at contradictions. And this widow was so poor. He said, the widow was gathering sticks. He says, the Lord lives, I do not have bread. She didn't have only a handful of flour in a pin and a little oil in a jar. <laughs> Is this where God sent Elijah? Is this a joke? May we lift our eyes and focus on God. Because he can do anything. He can do anything. When he commands, he stands. All we need to do is find the command. Hear him say, I have commanded. Hear him say, go there, go here. And that word that is authority will generate that which God has spoken. So here we see this woman. And because this was a command, the woman could not resist. Because it is strange that the same woman who says that he does not have bread is the same woman that Elijah says to, do not fear, go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first. Can you imagine another audacity? Oga, this is the only bread. I just want to give it to my son. There's a minor in, the, in this place. And Elijah is saying, make it for me first. <laughs> Can you imagine? I always put myself in the, in the stead of this widow and wonder, would I not look at the man and say, are you for real? But because it was commanded, the heart of that woman was commanded. Whatever would have been the wall, the barrier, whatever would have been the fear, grace had already been released for obedience. So she had no choice. It was commanded. So I've commanded a widow. The word had gone ahead before Elijah got there. So in spite of the stark situation, in spite of the situation, in spite of the risk, she had no choice. It was commanded. She had no choice. So we see her faith released. We see her not minding that her boy could die but obeying and trusting God. And the Bible says here, the Bible says here, as we see, and she went and did exactly as Elijah had commanded. The Bible, the Bible reads, it says, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for what? For many days. Elijah has said to her, 
He said, for thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bean of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. The bean of flour was not used up, nor the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. Amen. God's salvation is so total. And when the way the word of God goes, it is not for us to begin to wonder how that word is going to work. It is not for us to begin to wonder and look at the circumstance and say, this is impossible. Leave it for God. So today we are encouraging ourselves with the fact that when God tells us in Isaiah Psalm 42, verse 8, he said, yet he will command his loving kindness. Our rejoicing should be in that word command. Father, whatever you command stands. Whatever you declare is done. No power can resist it. No matter how dire the situation, how contradictory, because you have told me that you have commanded help, help must come. Help will break down this door and get to me. And we have seen it here. The widow woman, God generated the provision. It was not in her hand to generate it. God turned her heart because Elijah, God has assured Elijah that it was commanded. It was just for Elijah to obey. Go to where I say I have commanded. Move. And Elijah obeyed. When Elijah saw this, this, the woman and the woman said things that looked contrary, Elijah did not turn back to question God. Is this where you commanded me to come? Is this what you commanded me to do? Our own is to obey. That is why we are sheep. We are the sheep of his pasture. He is the one who knows where the still water is. He is the one who knows where the green pasture is. So our own is to listen, is to hear. Elijah listened and said, go to a certain widow. Go to Zarephath. He would have gone there and seen contradictions. He would have been so mad with God. He would have said what is, he would have used his hand, his eyes to summarize the thing and be so mad and turn back. We have missed blessings because we have depended on our logic, our eyes, because we have depended on our evaluation of where God said we should go. We have depended on the evaluation of the location where God says we should go. We use our minds and calculate. This is not there. That is not here. This is not there. This person is not there. How will it work? God say, I have commanded blessings. Father, we worship you this morning. When God commands a blessing, it does not matter whether it's in the desert, whether it's in the wilderness. The same thing we see when God spoke to Isaac. It was drought. Serious drought. And Isaac made up his mind. He was going to go back to Egypt from where he was. And God appeared to him and said, do not leave this land. He said, do not leave this land. He said, in this very drought, this very place, I will bless you. And you will plant and it will yield. So do not leave this land. And the Bible records there. He said, Isaac stayed in that land and sowed and reaped a hundredfold that very land. Why? Because God had commanded the land. That's why God said, stay here. It's not about the drought. It's about you hearing me. 
and knowing where I want you to go. Commanded blessings. So you see this season where economy is down and everything is like this. The children of God are going to live by commanded blessings. We are going to survive and thrive by hearing exactly where to go, where the well is. No matter how it looks, no matter how dry it looks, no matter how the contradiction is, when you hear and say, this is it, and you move, this word will generate for you what way God, the supplies that God has put in that place. So this is the season to hear. This is the season to hear, to be in the presence of God and to hear. Because there's going to be so many disappointments everywhere. But in that place where it looked like this is obviously a disappointment, there's a commanded blessing. Let us listen out for where God commands us to go and where he commands us to do. You see, in this season, logic is failing. Logic, scientific evaluation, evaluate the strength, what is the weakness, that's what is failing. It is only the sword of God. S-W-O-T. We say, oh, what is the strength here? It is only God. And it shall be like here. When God say go, and you go there, you see everybody has seen and turned back. Oh, this place is dry, famine. There's nothing that can come out of here. And you hear the Holy Spirit say, stay here. Mm -hmm. I have commanded a blessing for you here. Mm -hmm. You will reap. It looks like drought. But here you will sow and you will reap a hundredfold. Mm -hmm. So it is not just what you will do. What has, is working for you is the obedience. What is working for you is that you have moved as God has commanded. Mm -hmm. What is working for you is that you insist that this is the place. Mm -hmm. God is not a man to lie. Whatever everybody is running away from here, is this not where God says you? And you will see the hand of God. So, so also we see everywhere we turn, we see that where God commanded blessings, you just turn around, you see, and you wonder, how did this blessing come here? We also see in the, in the and obedience is linked to commanded blessings. Obedience is linked, otherwise, when he say, I've commanded, command, it commands you to a certain location. So we remember vividly the story of Abraham when God says sacrifice Isaac and he moved in obedience with a broken heart, a child that he had waited for for 25 years. And he says, this is the one, this is the one, the very one you love, go sacrifice. And we see him go three days walk to Mount Moriah. And we turn around and hear Isaac ask the father, uh-uh. Look at the, we have the fire, we have the fire. I have the knife, we have the fire. And yes, we are going. So where is the land for sacrifice? And what did Abraham answer? He said, God will provide for himself a ram for sacrifice. God will provide for himself. He just spoke it, a word of faith. And he moved on that mountain until he came to that place. And when he had tied the hand of this lad, Isaac, and he had carried the knife, and he was about to slay Jehovah God, a voice came, Abraham, Abraham, do not slay your son. He said, now I know. And when he turned, 
He said, what did he see? He said, he saw a ram tied in the thicket of the bush. So the question, how did that ram get there? How did the ram get there? It was commanded. It was commanded. God commanded that ram to go there and be tied. God commanded that ram. And when he turned, he saw it. And if he had not moved in obedience, as he was moving to the location, the ram also was moving to the location. Father, we thank you. So he was moving to the location. The ram was moving to the location. So as we hear God, as we move to where God says he has commanded, that is how the command also would move into execution. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you this morning. Did we not see God, Jesus, command the fish mm -hmm. to fill the boat of Peter? Mm -hmm. So it was commanded. Mm -hmm. So the fish, where were they before? When he toiled all night and he caught nothing. Where were they? Was it not the same water? Mm -hmm. Did he change location? It was because having heard the word of God, having given out his boot, and having stayed there to listen and to hear, mm. after that, Jesus turned to him and said, cast your nets into the deep. Mm. The location was the deep. And commanded blessings filled his boot until he had to beckon on others to come and help him. Father, our prayer today, is that we ask that you open, circumcise our ears and our hearts mm -hmm. to hear you, to trust you, not to look at circumstances, to look at situation. Cause us to hear you, cause us to hear you, and cause us to know what to do. Tell us what to do. Because in these times, eyes will deceive, hearts will fail, but it is a heart that hears you that will see situations mm -hmm. that will cause the heart to fail, is that heart that will stand still to see your salvation. This is the time of stand still and see my salvation. I have commanded blessings. Where it looks like things have collapsed, mm -hmm. where God say, I have commanded blessing. Mm -hmm. I have commanded. Once blessing is commanded, mm -hmm. there's no choice. It must come. Mm -hmm. It must come in the manner and expression that God wants it to come. We also see it in the life of Nehemiah. Mm -hmm. That was a cup bearer mm -hmm. who prayed for mercy and for favor before the sight of the king and just entered to one save. It was the king himself who looked at his face mm -hmm. <laughs> without prompting to say, ah, why are you sad? Why is your countenance sad? Mm -hmm. said, Op God opened that door of faith, mm -hmm. opened that door. Why is your countenance sad? Mm -hmm. Led to many other dialogues. Mm -hmm. And the king says, so what do you need? Father, I thank you. God had already commanded the heart of that king. And by the time we knew it, Nehemiah knew everything that he needed was in his hands. Mm -hmm. The letters he needed to pass, every single thing he needed. So it, Nehemiah went equipped from not, not his penny was in that project. He went equipped because he had knelt down before God and asked for mercy 
and God had turned the heart of that king. It was a commanded blessing that built the world of Jerusalem. It was commanded. We see it everywhere. Commanded. When it is beyond you, it was beyond Elijah to find food for himself and say, I have commanded. And where the command, the location was, was unsightly. There was nothing to rejoice about. Yet because it was a command, the command generated the force. You see, all through the season, that oil did not finish. That bread did not finish. Can you imagine? Commanded blessing generates sufficient. You say there is lockdown. Inside this lockdown, God is commanding his blessings. <laughs> Inside this lockdown, God is commanding his blessings to his people. Inside this lockdown, testimonies are flying of provisions, breaking down gates. How they get to you, you don't know, but you're receiving it. Father, we want to worship you, for you have made provisions for your people in this season. We want to ask you for a heart of ears, sensitive ears to hear you, and a heart of obedience. Because in this season, like in all times, <laughs> we cannot afford to move by sight. We will not move by sight. We will walk by faith. We will live by faith. Holy Father, the God of Elijah, the God of Isaac in the times of drought, the God of Elijah in the times of drought, the God of Nehemiah, the very times of lack, and yet a major, a major project to be executed. Father, we thank you. The God of Peter, who told all night the sea was not yielding. The body of, body of waters were not yielding. The fish had receded to wherever they had receded. And his expertise had failed him. And he came out frustrated. He was mending his net. But that blessing now became commanded. And the fish could not hold back. All of them came out. And his boat was filled. He had to beckon to others. Father, in this season, your commanded blessings will save your people. Amen. That they may know that there is a God in heaven. Amen. It's a season of be still and know that I am God. Amen. Father, help us to be still to hear you clear. Amen. Help us to be still. Amen. To silence our logic. Amen. To silence our own human wisdom. Amen. To silence, oh God, our arguments. Amen. Let us hear you. Amen. For though it looks contrary, once you have commanded, <laughs> the blessings must be generated. Mm. We thank you, Holy Father. We go back to that Psalm 48. He said, yet, he will yet command his loving kindness in the day. Mm. And he will give us a song in the night. Mm. So even if it looks like it's night, there is a song that God is giving his people. There is a commanded blessing that God is bringing in the daytime in spite of situations. Father, cause us to hear that song. Cause us to sing it. That the night will turn to day. Thank you. Cause us to hear that command. Let us go exactly to where you have commanded us to be in spite of contradictions. And we'll see your mighty power. Help us to be still and know that you are God. You will exalt yourself in this season. We pray for as many that have enterprises. Father, it is not going to be because of the strength of that enterprise, maybe as it used to be, 
The world has to know that now it's not by power, it's not by might, mm. but by your spirit. Mm. Help your people by your spirit. Mm. Every one of us, in different circumstances, that we are praying, that you speak into our situations. Thank you for every blessing commanded. Thank you for every blessing generated. The God of Isaac, the God of Nehemiah, the God of Peter, you're still that same God. The God of Abraham, you never failed and you will never fail. The God of Jesus, even with the disciples in John, after Jesus had resurrected and they returned to their fishing, Bible records again, they went to fish, toiled all night, they caught nothing. But by the time they came out, they saw fire and fish was roasting in on it. And the question that they had was, have you had breakfast? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> it's here in the word of God. If I can find it to round up. Hallelujah. It's in uh, John chapter 21. Breakfast by the sea. Oh my God. He said here, we are going with you also. Peter had said that. I'm just uh, paraphrasing here. Peter said he's going on fishing. After this, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And in his way, and in this way, he showed himself. And he continues to say, Simon Peter, Thomas called Twine, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and on and on and on. He said, Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we are going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. But when the morning had come, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, children, have you any food, my God? They answered him, no. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some commanded, commanded, commanded. They caught nothing and a command came, cast it to a certain location, to the right side. So they cast, see the obedience there. They listened, they heard, they were in tune. And now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of the fish. Who commanded the fish? Where, 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 where were the fish before commanded blessing that follows obedience? When we hear what location, who, when, how? Father, this is what we ask of you in this season. We have no strength in ourselves. We know nothing. Even the little that we knew now is up in flames. Father, we thank you. And what happened after that? Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. Of course, they recognize him. It has to be the Lord. Who commands it? It is the Lord that commands it. Who commanded Elijah to go? It is the Lord that commanded who brought the ram that was tied? That Abraham turned and saw. It's the Lord that brought the ram. Who was the, the fertile, who provided the fertile ground in the, in the heart of drought when Isaac was about to go to Egypt and God said, no, do not go, stay here. How did he strike the water? They kept closing the well and he kept striking water. 
How did he know the locations? The father's well that was stuffed, they did not allow him to possess the father's well. So he kept moving and he kept striking. Where did the water come from? Commanded. That's why the Philistines envied him because they could not understand the mystery. They have been digging and digging, no water. It was drought. It was famine. So where did the water, how did he keep finding water? Because it was commanded. Blessings commanded. Father, we thank you. And here we see it. Then on and on and on. Say, then, as soon as they had come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid on it, and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish which you have just caught. <laughs> they went up and dragged full the, the dragged the net to land full of large fish 153 how did they find this jesus said to them come and eat breakfast amen come and eat breakfast father we want to worship you this morning for your mind towards us for your hearts for your love for looking down on us with pity for yet commanding your loving kindness in the day we trust every single fiber of that word every jot of it and for putting a song in our mouth in the night time our prayer this morning father fill our hearts with faith and hope based on what we have heard. Help us to renew our minds and to obey. Grace to hear, grace to obey. Grace to talk to you, to ask you how, where, when, because you know it all. You know where the fish is, you know the location. Father, you know, you know the location. That's why you strictly said Zarephath, and strictly said a widow, clearly, specifically thank you for specific blessings that you have aligned and placed for each and every one of your children father we will not miss out we will not toil all day and catch nothing when you have told us that the blessing is it with you the blessing is with you in your mouth that all we need to hear is to hear you we exalt you we pray for everyone pray for our children Pray even for the government. Every blessing commanded for Nigeria. Every blessing commanded for your people. Every blessing commanded. Father, today, because you have spoken, no wall will keep down that blessing. No situation or location will keep the lockdown that blessing. When you command, it is done. No gate, no lockdown. That the blessings will find us. The blessings will find us. As, oh, Jehovah God, the breakfast found the disciples. The call of fire was by the time they came, it was say, Come and have breakfast. Nothing is impossible for you to do in these times to deliver your children. You did it to feed Elijah. You did it to put food on the table of your disciples. You did it to comfort Abraham and to release Isaac and to test and to know that indeed. He obeys you. He loves you and obeys you. Thank you, Holy Father. We lift our hands up. We lift our eyes to you, Jehovah. Thank you for the commanded blessings. 
thank you for the commanded blessing. That cannot be resisted. No king can resist it. No king can resist to release. Once you have commanded, the king in the times of Nehemiah could not resist. You always open the door, that door of faith. The doors that must be opened for our destinies to flourish. Thank you for this is that season. That your hand will open every door. The door to the hearts of men whom you have appointed to be the point of the blessings. Even our hearts where you have appointed us to be the point of blessing. We will not hold back. No power can hold back a commanded blessing. No lockdown can hold back a commanded blessing. The heavens will not hold back a commanded blessing. Thank you for the open heavens. We exalt you today. Thank you for the testimonies that shall come. Everywhere we turn and everywhere you have ordered, for the blessings shall come to us. Be thou exalted. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.